scene. Whether it's got two wheels or four wheels, pavement and off-road racing or park and shine. If you are into it, we are into it. Call now, 994-1017. That's 994-1017 to get into all the action. Now, here is your host, David Swope. And good morning, Saturday morning, and it's time for the New Mexico Motorsports Report right here on ESPN Radio 1017. The team got a big show coming up today. Of course, sitting in the studio with me is David Swope. This is Spencer Hill behind the host mic, though, today. Uh, so we're going to switch it up a little bit. We're going to have a little bit of fun. Uh, Dave, you were supposed to be at the track this morning. What happened? Well, I got to watching the weather too much. My 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 mistake. Look at it. New Mexico's beautiful out there, and uh, I saw that 50% uh, rain, and of course I don't have a top on the Miata, so, uh, and of course I'm so poor that I have a, uh, uh, don't have an enclosed trailer, uh, so I thought, ah, I'm just gonna stay home, and man, I'm regretting it. I may go home and still put it on the trailer, uh, but it was a great opportunity to come out and hang out with you. You got some great guests today, and of course, um, RJ being out of town, I thought, well, I'd, I'd come out and do the Unser Racing Museum event calendar with you. But, dude, you got a big announcement. Um, you're going to go wing racing. Yeah, very excited about this, David. Uh, and this has all come together in the last few days here, but excited to announce that we are going wing racing uh, with SEH Motorsports. First time for them in a long, long time. I mean, we're talking decades since they've gone wing racing. Last time I did it, was 2017, so quite a long time for me, too, uh, with a new partner on board, too, with Seduction. So looking forward to that. Of course, you can find two locations here in Albuquerque. And, uh, man, I I don't even know how to put that into words because <laughs> uh, I definitely didn't expect that coming this year. But as, as everybody knows, with um, all the just the inflation right now, um, a lot of extra wear and tear on teams right now and a lot of pressure uh, we've had to cut back our schedule quite a bit. So, I, you know, I've been itching to get to yeah. the racetrack, and, and this is a, a great avenue to do that. So I uh, really appreciate everything that's happened the last few weeks uh, between you and everybody over at Seductions to get this together. So uh, we're going to have a lot of fun with this one. <laughs> I, I was going to say, are we going to have giveaways? Or yeah, <laughs> anybody, anybody that knows uh, my team knows that this is going to be uh, one heck of a partnership. So... Uh, we're looking forward to it. Of course, we're going to have a press release coming in the coming days. Yep. And, uh, a lot more information on that. But, yeah, they, it's it's exciting to me, uh, exciting to everybody involved. And, uh, yeah, I'm just looking forward to seeing what we can do. I, I love challenges, and uh, I, I love seeing what we could do in, in times of uncertainty. And yeah. uh, it's a great opportunity for me and the team to do so. So uh, a lot more on that coming up here in the next couple of weeks, but we got a big show today. We got Scott Welch in the studio today, uh, and we're going to talk to him in just a little bit. We got Robert Costa from Albuquerque Dragway. They got a big show coming up next week, mm-hmm. uh, and we also have some news and notes that we're going to cover in the last segment, including Mark Trex Jr. coming back to JGR next year. So uh, more on that coming up. But let's get to that Unser Racing Museum event calendar. Oh, absolutely. So uh, last night, of course, there was a Yearwood. Uh, performance street to strip out at the uh, the drag strip, and the cool thing is we're going to talk to Robert a little bit later um, and find out about this midnight madness street to strip that's going on tonight, uh, 10 uh, p.m. to 2 a.m. with live bands. So if you thought the uh, the fireworks were something on a uh, a normal uh, yearwood performance street to strip, uh, this one ought to be ought to be pretty cool. Yeah, big 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 show coming up. I'm looking forward to talking to Robert here. 
uh, in just a little bit about that a little bit more. But uh, Midnight Madness, it's a very cool event. One of the most unique things that I've seen a racetrack do. Uh, in fact, I was over at George Plant's house last night talking about it. And, man, I really, really want to try to go to that thing. It's just, what other track can you just literally go party all night, and that is what they encourage you to do. Right, exactly. That, that is so cool, so unique, and you get to watch some really cool cars go down the strip as well. So uh, everybody is excited to get that one going, but we also have some stuff going down in Roswell Dragway next week. Absolutely. The TNT uh, Fun and Grudge Quarter Mile. Uh, gates open down there uh 6 p.m. for spectators. The track is hot. Uh, 7 p.m. And then, of course, July 2nd, uh, they'll have a bracket race with uh, Super Pro, Pro, um, and Streets. Uh, gates open at 5, time trials at 7 for that one. Uh, so, yeah, if you're going to you're gonna head down south. Um, and, uh, of course, we got Aliens uh, for the clay track uh, that's also running uh, tonight. Looks like uh, gates are going to get uh, open. Racing starts at 8 p.m. Um, there. And they've got a lot of different uh, divisions. But... I noticed that uh, Sandia's got 360 wing. So after a couple of weeks, I mean, you'd probably be able to uh, to run out at Sandia with that group. Yeah, we're, we're talking about what's going to go on over there. Of course, uh, it, it's a little bit more difficult to find the 360 wing racing. Votto has a great 305 program, but the 360 wing, uh, we've talked to Gary Gwynn the last few weeks. Yes. They have a great thing going with the Lucas Oil Series Yes, um, with Power Eye there. So uh, a lot of opportunity coming, but... For the Clash of Clay, we have Wing 360 Sprint Cars, X-Mods, Street Stocks, Cruisers, and the ever-so-cool NMDA Flat Track Motorcycles. Gates open at 2 p.m. Cars take to the track at 6 p.m. So I, I know you've run the uh, the micro on that track that the flat tracks run, uh, bikes run. I mean, just how flat is that thing? Because they, they look like they can't really lay them over much um, on that track. Yeah, it's a very interesting concept on that small track because you have two different corners, and I know a lot of tracks do have that characteristic where mm -hmm. uh, one end of the racetrack is a lot different than the other. Uh, but this one's unique because it shares the front straightaway to the big track. So mm -hmm. to paint the picture for you, uh, big front straightaway with a lot of banking because anybody that's been to San Diego Speedway understands that that's a pretty high-banked oval on the big track. Uh, the small track doesn't share as much banking, but that big straightaway allows for huge runs getting into turn mm. one. Uh, and then you kind of you go downhill into turn one, into a bowl. Uh, turn two gets really skinny on exit. So you got to get that bike, in this case, pointed straight on exit so that you can get a good run into three. Uh, turn three really tricky because it's a flat entrance, and then you go up the hill on exit mm. uh, to the start-finish line. So the bikes put on a really good show there. Looking forward to seeing what they can do later on this afternoon. Awesome. But, you know, quick drive down to Votto Speedway, just uh, three hours. Uh, looks like they got their racing starting at 7.30. Um, they've got the 360 non-wings um, down there. That's actually last weekend's schedule. Yeah, that's last weekend. They have a... Uh, yeah, that's the, my bad, the, my bad. The 305 <laughs> wing sprints uh, uh, tonight and uh, their normal show going on later on this afternoon. But uh, big show down there for Votto as well. So uh, Uranium looks like they're going to be back with a uh, big show on uh, July 2nd and 3rd, the Independence Day a Blowout special event. Yeah, very special event for Uranium Capital Speedway. Two-day show uh, for them over there in Grants, New Mexico, and actually in 
we got to say it fancy because it's in Milan, New Mexico, <laughs> right? Uh, whenever I told my mom that we were going to Milan to race, she was jazzed about oh, it. Then yeah. we showed up to Uranium, and she was a little more, more disappointed. But <laughs> besides the fact they got a good show going on next weekend, July 2nd and 3rd, Independence Day blowout, and all classes are running. Under new management, lots of big things happening over there. Head over to their Facebook page for more info on that. And over to the swims. Yeah, Southwest Motorsports, that's what uh, I was going to be racing this weekend. Still might. Uh, today and tomorrow, the Summer Breeze Grand Prix uh, at Sandia Speedway. Now, that event is actually free. Um, if you wanted to go out and watch, uh, you can definitely go out, um, check out the cars. Everything's a pit pass. Um, and uh, and watch some, some road racing going on as well. Um, uh, Moriarty MX, as a matter of fact, they're going to have a fun day tomorrow uh, looks like they're going to prep both of the tracks. Uh, it's going to be an open practice day, uh, 10 to 3 tomorrow. Yeah, big shows going on uh, throughout the state on the circle track, the drag strips, and, of course, the motocross and road course. A couple car shows coming up today as well. My ride to a higher education car show at American Legion Post 49 going on today from 3 a.m. to 9 p.m. Vendors, music, and food. And it supports the APS Junior ROTC. So a uh, cool show going on there, as well as the 14th Annual State Liners Car Show, uh, David, with American Legion Post number 122. Absolutely. Coming up July 3rd, you got the Freedom Car Show at the First Baptist Church. Well, more information on it. And then on July 4th, the Pancakes on the Plaza Car Show. Um, any show that involves pancakes uh, got to be uh, got to be excellent. You can't go wrong with pancakes. Pancakes, <laughs> cars, and good company. Uh, a great way to spend 4th of July weekend. We'll get more on the car shows next week. Uh, for this segment, though, the Unser Racing Museum event calendar, uh, that's a wrap. We're going to come back on the other side with Scott Welch. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio 117. The team, Spencer Hill, standing in for David Swope, who is, oddly enough, also joining us this morning. <laughs> but that's all right. We're, we're going to have a party here this morning. It's a great way to kick it off. Happy race day to everybody out there. And joining the show now, Scott Welch, motorsports photojournalist. So, Scott, <laughs> i, I got to ask you, buddy, because a lot of people might not understand. Uh, that's basically a code word for I get to do a lot of cool stuff. <laughs> Basically, so, um, tell tell me a little yeah, bit about it. It's my own. I came up with my own title. I guess I can say. I think I've been grilled about this over <laughs> the years. Actually, what a motorsport photojournalist is, but uh, it's it's all encapsulated in the name, my friend. Um, I like to shoot 
motorsports and I love sprint cars. I haven't taken pictures of sprint cars in years, but man, I got pictures of Dion Hendy and Kenzer and all the you know, all the old you know Hoddenshield and all those guys, man, from years back. And uh, you know, I was even president of the sport car club of New Mexico at one point. Dion Hendy actually nominated me. I'm like, okay. <laughs> how did how did you say la- no to that? <laughs> <laughs> it didn't last all season. Let's just put it that way. Leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> well, I I think that it makes a lot of sense. I mean, you you tell stories with photographs. Right. Uh, but then you also tell stories with copies. So, um, as a matter of fact, thank you so much for um, everything you've been doing with the magazine and sure, New Mexico man. Motorsports Report. And I tell you, from uh, Eli Tomac to uh, Jason Anderson, just keeping us updated on everything uh, that's going on. Now, that, that started, uh, I think you went out to Salt Lake City to begin with. I mean, talk a little bit about some of your uh, some of your uh journeys with that well i mean i, I did uh the supercross in dallas at at&t stadium that's right and uh didn't get jason there because he didn't show up to uh media day but the reason was him and brock tickle borrowed they made it to albuquerque and borrowed jason's dad's toyota tundra <laughs> drove it to dallas and the catalytic converters got stolen Oh, off gosh. of it. That's why he wasn't at Media Day. Oh man! And the truck's still there. Michael Anderson told me up in uh, uh, Salt Lake City that uh, yeah, his truck was still in, in Dallas. <laughs> hey, that goes to show, too, guys, that even at the <laughs> highest level of motorsports, anything can happen, right? Real I mean, life I mean, exists, man. That, that, that just that, that's part of it. But as David was saying, you get to do a lot of cool stuff, and right. covering all of this for the New Mexico Motorsports Report, I appreciate your time to sure. do all of that, because I know how much time it takes to write all these stories, and in your case, go through all the photos. How many photos does it usually take oh to gosh. get a cover photo on a magazine and some story? Um, how many does it take? It only takes one. <laughs> <laughs> how many do I shoot? Uh, I, I sometimes upload... Two and three thousand images from wow. any any event. Um, you're shooting rapid shots, so you're getting a sequence each. You're doing a burst and following the rider. Um, uh, there's actually a lot of great shots. Um, uh, I've, I got a lot of practice at it, so I'm getting pretty good at it. <laughs> so I've gotten some uh, really good shots. It's really a shame. Uh, you know, our, our, uh, issue of the motorsport report this month has Jason on the cover. And, uh, I appreciate you guys exploiting my photographs. There's a lot of images <laughs> in there. Um, and I appreciate that sure. showcasing my stuff, but, uh, yeah, it's been a pleasure to work with you guys and I look forward to doing more and supporting the home team. And, uh, with COVID and everything, it's worked out really to our advantage, I would say, you know. Talking about the home team, uh, talk about Jason and uh, the run that he's been on. It's absolutely Man, amazing. P- people, you should really pay attention if you don't watch Pro Motocross. We have one of the best riders in the world. This is not something small to say. Motocross is a big deal in Europe. Mm. And we have a special European rider with us right now. It's from Sicily. Mm. originally and came from nothing really uh antonio caroli is a nine time nxgp world champion he's something special and uh 
Do I get to tell the story about meeting him? I would love I would love to hear this story because those that don't know out there, Scott drives a Tesla and this acquires a lot of attention everywhere you go. It really does. And, and the last event you went to, um, somebody very interesting came up to you and, and wanted to just say they really appreciate your taste. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Um, I surprisingly had an invitation as I came down off the top of the mountain and came back down uh, to the entrance to the pit area, and I watched uh, the security guard turn down about 50 people coming down off the mountain trying to get into the pits after the race. And uh, so I got out of my car and walked across, and I said, does this get me in the pits? And he said, you can go anywhere you want, sir. And so I said, can I bring my car in the pits? And he said, sure. And so I literally drove my car into the pits, through the amateurs, right up to the pros, KTM on the right side, uh, Eli Tomac. So we had Dungy on the right, Eli Tomac on the left. As I'm driving right between those, going, wow, look at me. Uh, Antonio Caroli walks right in front of my car and points at it and gives me a thumbs up. And then I roll down the window, and he walks right up to the window and sticks his hand in the window and introduces himself. And, you know, of course, I'm introducing myself before he even had a chance to tell me who he was. I know who he is. He he did not need an introduction no, for that No, sir, one. he as, doesn't. As close as it gets to banging bars with those guys. How cool was that? Man, it's... uh. It's funny you're asking me this. These are the questions I ask Jason and Eli when I interview them. You know, how cool is it to have made it to where you are? And all I can say is uh, it's surreal. I'm blessed. I'm thankful. And I'm glad to be here with you guys. I love New Mexico. I love Albuquerque. It's just awesome, man, to do what you love and be successful at it. Well, and I think that... um a lot goes into that. You know, I mean, we all think, ah, we own a camera, now we own a phone, so now we, <laughs> we think we're all professionals. Um, but the lighting and stuff, because we were talking about how, you know, everyone's like, oh, well, let's go go down to Winter Circle and get those shots and stuff. And, and you're all like, you know, trying to find the perch for the perfect shot. I mean, you almost right. almost don't care as much about, you know, the uh, Winter Circle shots. Um, but, yeah, talk a little bit about, I mean, just... Uh, when you go to a facility, I mean, is it just instinct? I mean, do you, do you immediately, you know, kind of got an idea where you want to shoot from? Well, you shoot so you, you just asked me how many pictures I shoot. You shoot so many pictures that you, as you edit and you go through, the time is, the more time is spent at the desk, at, you know, at the desktop once you get the pit images, obviously, um, is learning, just like the pictures I showed you guys of Jason come across the big jump up, in uh, Lakewood, and there's clouds all in the background, and you look at it and you go, well, how in the world did you get that lit like that? Because it's obviously cloudy. Well, it's because the sun was behind me, and so you can't see that, but it's illuminating Jason and the clouds behind, so you learn how to see that. It's just, it's a composition thing, you know? You learn how to see it, and you know what's going to come through that camera because you've seen so many images. You know, so it's just so basically, I'm doing a terrible job <laughs> because I always have these people with their faces in shadows. You know, and it's like so. Apparently, you know, having the light behind them is is not a good thing. Um, well, thank you for that because you know, that phrase was like, <laughs> "Yeah, you're an quite idiot." That simple, but. Um, <laughs> I can help you with that, though. Next time you get in that situation, give me a call. I'll help you. Well, 
Well, I don't know if we're going to get swoped to being a professional motorsports journal- <laughs> don't need to journalist be. here, but uh, what I do want to talk about, too, is we have a really exciting season of outdoor going on right now. Of course, Redbud coming up here next weekend. Right now, Chase Sexton first, Eli Tomac second, Ken Roxon third, and our own Jason Anderson uh, in fourth. Just how how has Jason's season been unique this year to years past because he just picked up his first outdoor win this is the coolest story of all because you know my kids are growing up to that age you know 17 18 19 20 years old and they want to leave new mexico right jason got his first contract uh when he was about 17 i think and moved to florida couldn't wait kind of to leave i guess and and uh lived there for four or five years and then to California for four or five years, and Jason has come back to New Mexico, come back home, and he says it that way. Uh, he get, he went to the um, from Husqvarna to Kawasaki, and coming home, and that's what he he really attributes it to. Uh, he rides his road back bike behind the mountain, and uh, trains on his own now. Um, no longer is he under Eldon's uh, direction, uh, but. Uh, He's making a success out of it. I, being at the altitude, I'm sure, helps. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got Brock Tickle uh, helping train him and riding with him. Brock still rides, too. Brock is <laughs> super fast, you know, one of the f- fastest in the world, too. So to have him on his team. And then um, uh, Jason Montoya, uh, Rango, they call him, is Jason's uh, wrench. And a super great guy, a super nice guy, and and attends to the bike. Man, that bike's his baby. And so all those things together and Jason's attitude. Jason's 29 years old, man, and he's ripping it. It's the you green know? chili, dude. Yeah, it's got to be something. And Eli, it's the chili. I mean, let's don't leave Eli Tomac <laughs> out. Uh, Eli has five AMA championships, and he's from Cortez. He's from the Four Corners, man. He's right here. He's our own too. He's yeah. our own, man. And he's super nice and super fast and and he just won last race. So Well, Scott, I, I appreciate your time today. What what's next Thank for you, you buddy? Oh, what's next for me? Um we got some drag racing coming up. I might show up out at the track. Uh I know Lyle's got some things coming up, so I'm gonna get some pictures of the Nitro Funny car, the Cone Hunter. And so I think he's gonna run here in September. Mm-hmm. Which you guys At have Robert Liberty, coming up. So, Liberty Bash, yep. Um, I'm sure Robert's going to fill you guys in on that. And so there's another uh, there's another race coming up in Denver in August for Lyle that's a, that we were, I was supposed to go to, uh, and it got snowed out, believe it or not, uh, early part of I the summer. I saw that, yeah. Yeah, and so um, that's, that's probably going to be next, doing some Nitro Funny Car action. That's why I do motorsports. It's all and of it, baby. It's plural, babe. <laughs> and and we also are going to get some uh, sprint car pictures. I think this season of you. Well, looking so I'm forward, looking forward to, that. to shooting. I love sprint cars, man. I was on a sprint car team, uh, Jace Panetta up in Denver, and we did the wing thing. And so I'm looking forward to it, man. Well, always a good time, Scott. Thank you again for coming in today. Uh, we you. got ahead to break, but once again, that's Scott Welch. Motorsports photojournalist join us today. Uh, don't turn that down. When we come back on the other side, Robert Costa is going to join us from Albuquerque Dragway. Hey, Albuquerque, this is Joey Logano, driver number 
2022 Shell Penzo Ford, and you're listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report with David Swope on ESPN Radio Albuquerque 10172. Welcome back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio 1017 The Team. And uh, joined by a, a, a little bit cold in here, but uh, we're joined by Robert Costa. <laughs> Uh, Robert, how are you doing this morning, man? Well, I'm doing good, but uh, you know, I I gotta take a little poke at Dave over here. Uh oh, <laughs> so, well that's easy. <laughs> so as as I'm uh, listening to the show, you know, earlier, uh, Dave says, "Oh well, you know, I thought it was gonna rain, so uh, so I didn't load up my car and I didn't go." Well, this happens to us every weekend. Yeah. So last night it looked like it was gonna rain. It did. It did sprinkle a little bit. Sprinkled for about thirty minutes. Not a rain, but sprinkled. Um, and we had a dismal turnout for a Friday night because everybody was afraid it was going to rain. So a little bit different where you didn't load your car this morning or right. last night for this morning. Right. But get on Facebook. You know, if if you think that it's going to rain, get on Facebook. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, for that fact, you can ask us. You know, we get questions all the time. Sure. Hey, what's the weather like right now? Now, don't ask me what the weather is going to be like next weekend, because <laughs> I don't know that. But I can tell you what the weather is like right now, you know. The old finger in the sky exactly. never disappoints, does um, it? But, you know, I'm guilty of this. You know, I mean, I'll look outside and I'll be like, oh, man, I don't want to go all the way across town. It looks like it's going to rain. But, you know, uh, websites are really hard to to make very yeah. quick changes on. Facebook, really easy. So... Uh, unfortunately, if you're not on Facebook, you are missing out on information. If nothing else, get it for information. And this is not a, a plug for Facebook, I promise. Yep. I'm not getting paid to do this. It just happens to be a really good medium for racetracks in particular to get information out to people. It really is. It, it's changed the environment for racetracks, for racers, for fans alike. Uh, it's an amazing tool. It can also be a, a bit of a sticky situation at times, too, for all those people. Uh, but overall, I, I think it's helped motorsports. Um, wh- what would you say with social media? Do you, do you think it's a good thing for motorsports? I do. Um, un- unfortunately, if you're not on it, then then we don't get to you. Mm. You know, um, It's really hard to, to advertise events because you don't know where to advertise. You know, we have done TV, we've done print, we've done radio. For that fact, we still do a lot of these today. Um, but if you want to know what's going on at a racetrack, boom, go to their Facebook page. Mm-hmm. There's lots of information there. And if you can't find it there, there's this thing called the Internet. <laughs> and they have lots of information, too. You know, um, but, yeah, I mean, we you know we get messages, uh, messages, messages messages, I guess, uh, through Messenger all the time about, hey, what are your hours? Right. And I'm like, 
wow, we have this thing called the Internet. You know, it has all of our hours right there in print, you know. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're kind of digressing here. But uh, to kind of lead into next weekend, um, you know, guys, this is the monsoon season. Mm-hmm. It right. does rain, right. you know. It doesn't rain every day, and it doesn't mean that it's going to rain all day, but it might rain, you know. But it doesn't mean that we don't race. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, if you look at the isotopes, sure. and I'm just trying to get something where, where people understand this, they play almost all of their games in between 6 and 10 o'clock at night mm-hmm. during the monsoon season. Somehow they still finish all these games. You know, so when do we do our racing? Kind of the same time, you right, know, yep. uh, as the sun's going down. So, um, you know, so let's, you know, let's see if we can get some people out there. But, uh, yeah, so next weekend we have this huge event uh, next weekend, and then we'll come back to this weekend. But uh, we have the uh, uh, Firecracker Nationals yeah. presented by Yearwood Performance. Uh, we have three days of racing, Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday uh, so uh, Friday is uh, is our show car qualifying and combo race. Then Saturday we have a full bracket race uh, and show cars that night. Uh, and then uh, Sunday is a makeup day for the show cars, mm-hmm. but we also have a full bracket race on that day. Yeah. Now, um, and that makeup race is is from the Memorial Day Mayhem, right? No, it's uh, so the makeup day is if we happen to get get rained out. Oh, gotcha. Uh, then gotcha. We'll, you know, then we'll use that as a makeup day. Gotcha. Uh-huh. Um, because it this does happen to us where we get like you know we have one or two rounds to go and we don't finish our race and everybody wants to see you know the fast cars right. you know and when you get to the semifinals like we did last year. We had the four fastest cars on the property, and they didn't get to race. Wow! You know because it, because it well they went to rain the they went to race the next day either because it rained for like sixteen hours at that <laughs> point you know but um but yeah so it, it's a great event uh, twenty dollars on Friday uh, twenty five on Saturday and only fifteen on Sunday cool you know so uh, you know so some really cool stuff there and if you like speed this is the place to be next weekend truly. Oh. Because, Absolutely. Uh, from the real outdoor door slam, or real outlaw door slammers to the jet cars, uh, we have a lot of really really cool cars coming up. Uh, what are some of the drivers that are coming that fans are going to be able to watch? Yeah. So uh, if you don't know some of these, some of these are are somewhat local, uh, but also somewhat national. Mm-hmm. Um, so confirmed drivers that that I know of, uh, we have uh, Robert Gallegos from Santa Fe. Yep. Uh, so, uh, Robert has a, uh, really nice 22, uh, Mustang with a pro charger in it. Uh, he is currently in Maryland. Mm. So he is coming from Maryland back to New Mexico to come race next weekend. And that goes to show how big this show is. Absolutely. So, um, so, you know, Robert runs in the Midwest series, the Midwest drag racing series. He runs in the PDRA uh, which is where he is this weekend. He, I think he's done an NMCA race as well. Um, he has a bad hot rod. I mean, it is fast. Um, we also have uh, uh, Mike LeBate, who has also been running uh, the Midwest stuff this year. Uh, we have, uh, He has a turbo turbocharged uh, Firebird. Uh, we have Mike Keenan, who has a... It's a bad hot rod too. That one's fast. Uh, so that's a twin turbo Corvette. 
Uh, I'll have my car out there, which is a Pro Charge 67 Mustang. Uh, and I've also been running the Midwest Series uh, this year as well. So, uh, so yeah, so we, we got some, some really cool stuff. Plus, there's uh, cars coming from, actually, there's cars coming from Mexico. So this is an international race. Oh, wow. Uh, but we have Rafael De La Rosa, who's coming. We have Gordy King from Alamogordo, who's coming. We have Denver Dennison from the Four Corners area. Wow. Um, so, yeah, so we have some really cool cars coming out. Um, but I did want to touch upon something only because you asked about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, tonight we have our Midnight Madness and yes. Rockin' and Racing. Uh, we got winded out a month ago, the last time we tried to do this. Yep. But the idea is all these kids are out here on the streets late at night. Mm-hmm. So we're doing a late night event. We open the gates at 10 o'clock tonight. Uh, we close at 2 a.m. Uh, but we also have a live band out there. And so it's just a regular street to strip, uh, nothing super special out there other than it's a late night event. And it's designed to get these kids, you know, that are on the streets, off the streets, and over to the racetrack. Well, well, you say it's nothing super special, but for someone like me, I think that's one of the coolest events you guys run. Yeah, most of us are asleep at that I, point. I know. You know but, but this, uh, this younger well, we generation. we didn't go out till, I mean, remember the day when we didn't even oh, leave the house till like 9, 10 o'clock. Yeah. So I, I remember those days. <laughs> it's amazing to me, though. I think that it, it's so cool just the variety of events that you guys yeah. offer over at Albuquerque Dragway yeah. because you guys are one of the few tracks that still go out there and you work hard to promote these races. Yeah. You work hard to think outside the box. And... and Coming from another driver, I know I do a dirt oval, but I really appreciate all the work that you guys put in over there. Yeah, yeah, you you know, uh, well, you guys are direct drive, right? So you you guys yes. don't have a you don't have a clutch where you can actually sit still, correct? In or out? So that's too bad. I was going to say we should <laughs> no, no, we should put you know like four flat tires on on a couple of sprint cars and go see what they would do in an eighth mile or something, but. Um, but you, yeah, you guys would have to do well, roll racing. We'd have you to know? do a roll racing. So yeah, we're not quite set up for that. But well, I, I really appreciate you coming in today, Robert. Oh, no uh, problem. For people to find the full schedule and more information on Albuquerque Dragway, how can they do yeah. that? And how can they get tickets to tonight's show? Yeah. Uh, so abqdragway.com uh, is our website. We're also on Facebook. Um, most of our events, we do ticket tickets at the gate. Uh, we only have three events throughout the year that we, we do pre-ticket sales for, uh, and that's the two all-out call-out races and the 505 cash days. Mm. Uh, so usually, just come to the gate, cash or card, you know, we take everything right there, and uh, usually, I mean, if if you wait more than five minutes, that's a big line, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. you you know, we, we have a very quick gate, uh, you know, everything is, is, you know, really done right, and and we'll get you taken care of. Absolutely. Thank you again, Robert. I appreciate your time today. Again, got to go check it out. Firecracker Nationals coming up next weekend. Three-day show and Midnight Man is Street to Strip tonight. Don't want to miss that over at Albuquerque Dragway. We'll be back on the other side. You're listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio, 1017 The Team. Hi, this is Mark Truex Jr. You're listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on ESPN Albuquerque 1017 the team. 
the pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Pure Wood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Wolf Wheel Estate. Here's David. And welcome back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio 117. Team. Spencer Hill filling in for David Swope, but uh, he missed us so much, he just came right back to the studio. <laughs> so, Dave, we got some big news, though, to drop. Martin Truex Jr. coming back to Joe Gibbs Racing in 2023. Big news announced uh, late Friday evening at the Nashville Super Speedway from the driver that he is coming back next season. Lots of speculation whether or not that was going to happen. In fact, the last few weeks he was talking in past tense when he was reflecting on his career. So a bit of a surprise for many. Uh, but Martin Truex Jr. coming back to Joe Gibbs Racing. Uh, your thoughts on that? Is it a one-year contract? That is gonna. He, he's picking up one year for next year, so we at least have one more year with the driver, the number nineteen. Of course, Bass Pro Shops coming back as well uh, with that driver. Long-standing relationship yeah. between him and Johnny Morris. Uh, been in the Cup Series though for nineteen years, so yeah. uh, really big, big news there. Uh, been in the Cup Series since two thousand four was his rookie season with thirty-one wins overall. Uh, at just over 600 races, this is going to be race number 602 at Nashville Super Speedway. Yeah, I, I, I'm glad to see him come back. You know, I do know that uh, that they're probably saving a seat. You know, for uh, um, for for Ty. You know, Ty's Ty's coming. I don't think he's quite ready. Um, he's had a tremendous uh, a tremendous run uh, in Xfinity and probably will win the point championship but i don't think i don't think he's quite there uh but martin truex um probably one of the best guys in the paddock probably uh first guy to do a liner for this show uh which was uh which was awfully cool um uh, i thought i thought it was funny when um uh we were talking to uh cole custer and, and he didn't even know how to pronounce albuquerque I, I i just thought that was that was kind of funny but <laughs> um but really you know solid team he's a great guy um, but they are all starting to age. I mean, even, even Kevin Harvick, I mean, you got to kind of wonder, um, at what point got a lot of great new drivers coming in, but at, at some point, a lot of these guys are going to go. Um, and, uh, glad to see Martin Truex for at least one more year. Yeah. It, it's very interesting because we are seeing a big shift in the tide. A lot of the veterans, uh, preparing to leave if they haven't already. Of course, this is Eric Almirola's last season. Uh, quite possibly could be Martin Truex Jr.'s last season next year. Uh, now we get this big shift, though. We we see drivers that a lot of people probably still recognize as rookies are becoming the veteran names of the sport. Uh, but it, it's interesting to see that the age of retirement, at least in the Cup Series, continues to get lower and lower each year. Mm -hmm. uh, the days of people like Mark Martin retiring seven times and coming back and still winning races <laughs> at 52 years old. Just it, it, it's harder to get that nowadays. Of course, a lot of things have changed in the sport too, money included. I mean, mm -hmm. contracts are, uh, they aren't paying out as much as they used to That's as right. well. So a, a lot of different things go into it to, to make that happen. But really happy to see that Martin Shrex Jr. Uh, returning for 2023. Of course, winless so far this season, but a couple good tracks coming up for the drive of the number 19. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, remember the day when we used to talk about, um, you know, he couldn't uh, uh, he couldn't win um, on a short track, and then he becomes short track dominant. There was a lot of talk, of course, um, at Sonoma. Hey, he's gonna he's gonna jump up and win at Sonoma. 
Um, but Joe Gibbs has always had a strong program on the mile and a half track. So there's really nowhere that you can count him out. And in this day and age with, uh, what well, we already got uh, 12 winners or something like that. Um, you know, I mean, 16, I mean, you've got to definitely win and get in. Um, this is a guy that can definitely, definitely win one. It is. And now we shift gears to the Nashville Super Speedway. Truck racing last night had a good, good show. Uh, very exciting, too. I, I just I love the Truck Series, Dave. What, you ever seen the Truck Series <laughs> race? You have to have, right, at Phoenix at least? Oh, yeah. No, I've definitely seen. Uh, uh, as a matter of fact, I, you know, I, I remember specifically at Phoenix um, seeing a championship race there and how passionate those were. And a lot of young guys. I mean, you know, of course, Kyle Busch is notorious for saying, you know, it's it's just kids with money. Um, in the trucks, but uh, there is a lot of excitement, a lot of lot of veterans too. I mean, geez, uh, uh, when you look at the you know the eighty eight um, and uh, you know what they've been able to do with you know with uh, Matt Crafton, and of course you know he was actually in, in New Mexico running down a Vado um, earlier this year. But um, I you know I, I I love the trucks. As a matter of fact, I'm telling you that if you're not watching Xfinity. I mean that that's probably some of the best racing out there, especially if, if you want to look at at a stock car. It doesn't look like a truck, you know. Um, but uh, you know, just some tremendous, tremendous young drivers coming up. Absolutely, and of course, last night, veteran driver Ryan Priest taking yep. his second career win in the Truck Series, the second in a row at Nashville Super Speedway right. as well. Uh, we took a hiatus from the Nashville Super Speedway, though. Uh, we didn't go there for almost ten years. Yeah. And all of a sudden, we're back. Of course, Kyle Larson, the winner last year in the Cup Series. But uh, going to be interesting. we got some good racing coming up today with Xfinity qualifying coming up. In fact, that's starting here in just about an hour. Cup qualifying coming up at 11 a.m. And then Xfinity pre-race starting at 1 p.m. Mountain Time. The Xfinity race, always an exciting one. Uh, in fact, I was listening to our friends over at the Motor Racing Network on the way in here. And they were talking about how difficult it's going to be to get into a rhythm today at the Xfinity race because last year, lots of cautions in that event. So I would expect a lot of the same today. Well, ab- absolutely. I mean, you've you got to first finish if you want to finish first, you know. Um, so attrition is going to be a lot of it. But um, I do think that uh, you're going to see a lot of, you know, the, the same drivers um, up top. And, and as they're getting, you know, towards the end of their season, uh, there's there's quite a battle there too. Um, seeing a lot of those uh, young drivers, um, but you you know I mean a lot of the uh, the regulars are still uh, still right there for making it to the the uh, playoffs. Absolutely, and that all comes over to the Ally 400 on Sunday tomorrow. We got Bubba Wallace fastest in practice last night with Kyle Busch, Tyler Reddick, Kyle Larson, William Byron, Kurt Busch, Ross Chastain, Ryan Blaney, Denny Hamlin. And who we were just talking about, Martin Truex Jr., 10th quick in final practice. Interesting to note, 50 minutes of practice this weekend as teams switched over after a rare off weekend. (laughs) Only one off weekend for the NASCAR Cup Series this year. Uh, That's got to be really, really grueling for those teams. Absolutely. But really excited to see uh, what what Trackhouse um, is going to do and what 2311 is going to do. I mean, you mentioned, you know, uh, having Bubba um, in there as one of the fast cars, and of course you also have uh, uh, Kurt Busch uh, that's in the top ten there. Um, but it, it's amazing to see that balance. Uh, at some point, the big teams JGR and 
Um, and Hendrick got to get on a roll. And I mean, and I can't believe we didn't mention Penske. You know, what's going on with Ford? So uh, I think down to the wire, this is going to get very, very interesting. Well, Ford, obviously, they are struggling. And yep. those struggles continue this weekend. Just one Ford inside of the top 15 wow. in final practice. And that is led by Ryan Blaney. I was going to say, it had to be Ryan. For, for uh, Penske Racing. So, yeah, a lot of a lot of questions surrounding Ford right now because uh, they just have not had it. But... Hopefully they get that back together. Uh, we just have a couple of minutes here left in the show, but I wanted to note this because you know me, I got to bring a little bit of dirt track flair into today's <laughs> show. Uh, whenever I get the mic, I got to do it, guys. But uh, four years ago yesterday, we lost the great Jason Johnson hmm. uh, tragically in a wreck over at Beaver Dam Raceway. But four years to the date, last night, Forever Twenty One or Forever Forty One comes back, and Carson Macedo. Driving his car goes back to victory lane at Hewsett Speedway. So very cool for that team. Uh, emotional victory lane as well. But that's going to do it for today's show. Dave, I thank you for coming in <laughs> on your day off. Robert, thank you as well. Appreciate all that you've been doing. And Scott Welch, too. Uh, big show. Appreciate everybody coming in. You've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio, 1017 The Team. Thank you for listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Your Wood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate, here on ESPN Radio 1017 The Team. Join us daily at nmmotorsportsreport.com and become part of the community. Tune in next week, where your host, David Swope, will be talking about events happening.